welcome <laughs> to the Broncos Binge Podcast. A podcast for those who bleed orange and blue. This one's for John. Produced locally in Denver, Colorado. Now, here's your hosts, Rachel Strand and Dalton Coble. Hello, Broncos country, and welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast, the Denver Broncos podcast made by fans for fans. I am your host, Rachel Strand, and I'm also here with my co-host, Dalton Coble. Somehow, someway, the Broncos are riding a four-game win streak, which honestly is kind of a far cry from where we started this season at a woeful one and five. So I don't know how this happened, how we just did this miraculous turnaround in what was supposed to be the most difficult stretch of our schedule, but um, here we are at 500. We are five and five. This recent win came after some late game heroics to beat the Vikings on Sunday Night Football, who themselves are riding a win streak that has now been snapped thanks to the boys in orange and blue. We will get to a review of that game here shortly, but first let's discuss some news. Safety Kareem Jackson has been suspended again, this time for a hit on Vikings quarterback Josh Dobbs. This hit wasn't flagged in-game, however, regardless, Jackson was handed a four-game suspension that he tried to appeal, but the decision was upheld and the Broncos won't see him again until the game against the Patriots on Christmas Eve. Dalton, I guess what's so frustrating about this, and I'm probably just echoing what has been said here by many fans this season, is that the refs just need to be more consistent with their calls and like what is a penalty and what isn't I mean I've seen far worse hits than what Jackson had on Dobbs that haven't really resulted in a flag ejection or suspension so yeah there was a hit there was a hit on Cortland in the Bills game yeah I saw that that wasn't flagged or fined at all and it just it doesn't really make sense Justin Simmons went on Twitter and was like Maybe he shouldn't, like, launch himself like that. However, when it's third and one and you have a tight end running the block and your quarterback is the running back, mm-hmm. you're going to be fighting for every single inch. Yeah. You're going to make sure they're not going to gonna make sure they're not gonna get it. And yeah, and if it's not like Dobbs was sliding or anything. I no, mean, he, he was, wasn't. He yeah. was, fa- was going to fall a runner. forward. He was going to fall forward. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but it was, he, again, Jackson did his typical launch into launch the quarterback himself, yeah which needs to be which needs to be addressed that doesn't fly in the nfl anymore yeah he's kind of like the last one of his era because mind you he is like in his mid early 30s now so that was deemed kind of an okay hit when he kind of got his start in the nfl but unfortunately we're playing a different game here and now people get flagged for that so i don't know it's it's gonna suck dalton to not have him back there um, because I do really like the pairing of him and Justin Simmons, but it's going to be interesting because with him gone and PJ Locke hurt, the Broncos are kind of thin at safety now. Like they're really thin. Yeah, agreed. I think we might have to switch a couple of corners to True. to safety or have them play like down deep. Yeah, it honestly, um, honestly, I'm all for having Jaquan McMillian on the field a lot more because dude has been balling out as of late so um i doubt they'll turn full time to delarin turner yell i think that's how you say his name or jl skinner because they're just not experienced and in earlier games in the season they've been kind of torched a bit so 
it's going to be interesting. Honestly, I kind of hope that the Broncos make a move, but with it being so late in the week, I doubt they will. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Okay, heading into the preview of the last game, the Broncos versus Vikings game on Sunday Night Football. Honestly, Dalton, it was an ugly gritty win for like a majority of the game to me the def- the the offense just did not look good at all like they kept stalling in the red zone or just like straight up stalling without reaching the end zone or red zone i'm gonna say this we're gonna we're gonna take <laughs> a timeout break on the offense <laughs> this defense did some black voodoo magic <laughs> after the dolphins game yeah seriously i don't know how you go from Allowing a team to put 70 points on your head to <laughs> 15. What? How many takeaways do we have in like the last four or three it's weeks? It's like an astronomical amount. I could have sworn it's like it's more than nine. It, it, it's more. It's like it's in double digits now. I it's think crazy. it's been the most since 1997. And that's kind of unfathomable because how do you how, <laughs> how do you Vance Joseph? I owe you the deepest, sincerest apology. I I'm. I will give him a half apology because the defense is still a little bit leaky in parts where it shouldn't be, especially the How? run How game. So? The run game. That's not his fault. That's not his fault. He can't there's like nobody on that on that run on that on that D line other than DJ Jones and Zach Allen. Yeah. And they can't be on the field every every down or they're gonna get gassed. True. I That's am... where I think we should focus more on this draft is beefing up that that the D line yeah. the most. Definitely. Because I'm tired of having running backs put up a hundred yards on us and their quarterbacks throw five interceptions. Yeah, I mean with the current tilt that we're on, we're probably gonna have a mid round pick. I we're not really in the running for one of the top quarterbacks of the draft anymore. So, um, I mean, Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix and yeah, Jaden Davis, those they're all supposed to not really be early first round picks. So the Broncos might have a shot at them late first past the second. So if that's the route that they decide to go with their first pick, so be it. I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that, but yeah, we definitely do need to up our depth along the defensive line because it is leaky like a faucet. Also, Dalton, fun fact, Will Lutz, our kicker that we traded for, in that game he had 15 of the Broncos' 21 points. <laughs> that is not bueno. And you know how they give, like, um, I don't know, they give out the game balls after Sunday night football. I don't think they gave one to Will Lutz. I remember one went to Wilson, one went to Sutton. I don't know where if the other one went to Lutz or not. It, it should have it should have been honestly it really should have been i think it went to a defensive player but 15 of 21 Maybe. points but yeah he has been performing at a high rate after his few mess ups in the beginning of the beginning of the season mm-hmm. which is nice to see um this whole team is just kind of like improving on itself and you know who i'm going to credit to that Sean Payton yeah yeah, yeah. i'm going to credit most of this turnaround to him and him alone right um, I think we can all understand by now that Nathaniel Hackett was a big source of the problems last year. Um, just from even just the gelling of the team, the attitude of the team, to the offense, just to just to almost like everything. I mean, I'm not saying all of it. There's definitely some a lot of other stuff going on, but I mean, shoot. I'm still pissed that we lost to the Jets earlier earlier this year because they are absolute garbage. 
college, they just cannot score touchdowns, which is literally nothing new to us Broncos fans. We're literally seeing what Hackett did to us last year, but with the Jets. So I can't help but laugh and enjoy it, honestly. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a hater. I'm gonna oh, yeah. be, I'm gonna be a major hater. Russell okay. Wilson isn't really playing that great. Like he's good. Like his stats are good. Like, do you know what this is? What? This is like Jimmy Garoppolo, the game manager. Okay, I I can see that. That's respectable. I mean, it's like last year Russell Wilson was throwing deep every play and having it intercepted. It's like Sean Payton looked at him this year and was like, "No, that that's 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 not what's gonna happen." We're yeah, not, I do. You're not hero ball. You're not hero balling it this year. Yeah, I I mean he's kind of played hero ball the past couple of games, but um. But that's how Russell Wilson plays. Russell Wilson's two-minute drill skills in Seattle were like how Seattle won most of their games. Yeah, Russell does not crumble under the pressure often. I will give him that. I know he like leads the league in fourth quarter comebacks and wins, so I gotta applaud him there. But I mean, yeah, the stats He's actually second place. I still, yeah, that's not bad at all. But um I I wouldn't say he's playing bad, and I wouldn't say he's playing spectacular. There, He can obviously improve, but yeah, the stats aren't flashy. I mean, I guess we're so accustomed to, like, Joe Burrow-like or, or Patrick Mahomes-like stat lines where it's, like, 300-plus yards, 3-4 TDs, type stuff like that, and that's not really happening with Wilson, but he is having a high passer rating at the end of the game he's you know he has I think he's got um the best touchdown to interception rate honestly I think it's like 19 to 4 yeah 19 touchdowns to 4 interceptions which is the best TD INT ratio in the NFL right now so he's putting the ball where it needs to be so him and him and P Ryan in two minute drills is incredible yeah I like it's like it's like Kobe and Shaq yeah, I I'm I'm impressed so far. I'm I'm a little shocked with how we started Me the too. season and to where we are now. That's <laughs> But we can't like we can't we can't like let up now because the schedule doesn't get any easier. We have to we go we face the Browns who are still good without Watson. Um yeah. then next is CJ Stroud who's having MVP rumors as a rookie. Mhm. And then you have the 8 and 2 Lions. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting stretch for the Broncos, but the fun thing is we are somehow right back in the thick of this playoff race, which is so mind-boggling to me considering we were just we started the season so 1 and 5. So, um yeah, it's going to be a very interesting rest of the season, but uh one last thing regarding that game, I am like Cortland Sutton has returned to his pre-ACL tear form. Dude is on an absolute tear right now. He like he is him. He is him. You know that you know that saying where like it's my favorite saying. F it. He's down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what Wilson's doing. He's like, F it. Cortland Sutton's down there somewhere. And he is. <laughs> Love it. Because if he's not down there, there's like a fifty percent chance there's gonna be a PI call. True. Yeah, 50-50 balls with him are more like 70-30 and that's that's what Justin yeah. Simmons said. So And it's be great. It'd be great next year cuz we don't need to focus on wide receiver this year because if Tim Patrick comes back healthy, I think we'll be pretty good. 
Yeah, definitely. Also, one last side note. Thank you to the Chargers for being the inept franchise that they are and choosing to keep Brandon Staley rather than steal Sean Payton away from us because right now Brandon Staley, his seat is so scorching hot. He's butchering the development and or usage of Justin Herbert. So, um, you know, I, I love yeah, to see it. Sean Payton. Imagine Sean Payton with Justin Herbert. Y'all could have had a lot. What if they could have had a lot? What if they go like full fire sale and just like get rid of everybody? No, I'm kidding. They probably I don't will. Know. He's Herbert got a mega really contract. Mad as, Herbert looks really mad as of recently, but yeah. Um, I would like to say this, which is I'm going to say this. Um, PS2 is still having his incredible season. True. Justin Jefferson do- dodged him this year, and uh, Jordan Addison decided to step up, and uh, he didn't step up. Yeah. Uh, Sertan has been locking people down. I mean, Stefan Diggs the week before was silent. Um, he's been really covering the their wide receiver ones most of the season. And I'll kind of use this to segue into the next preview of the Broncos and Browns game. And um, this will be a fun matchup between Amari Cooper and PS2. Um, hopefully... PS2 can kind of keep him under wrap, but also the Browns are going to be without Deshaun Watson. So um, Jake Browning will be their quarterback, and they, they they played the Steelers this past week, and Browning kind of put on like an uninspiring performance. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Broncos can like consent, continue their insane pace of forcing turnovers. What do you think, Dalton? I think they will. It's the only, like... The Browns are a good team when their quarterback plays bad. It's, and yeah. we all know why that is. Yeah, we, I, we know why that is. Yeah, it's their defense is incredible. But like, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm so scared of that defense. <laughs> I'm like terrified that Russell Wilson is going to like regress we astronomically. Need, we need to keep him upright because Miles Garrett can easily wreck the game. Like the offensive Max line protect. has to step up. Max protect, <laughs> tight end in the game, P. Ryan blocking. I, I don't care. Make sure Russell Wilson stays up and Miles Garrett does not. Because our, our offensive line has been playing really good this back half of the season. I'm just like, Miles Garrett is having a defensive player MVP type season, if that makes sense. Yeah, we just, the key to the game will literally be keeping Russell Wilson's Him jersey clean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and if um, I really need to see the Broncos get that run game going because if you can get the run game going, that defense will not get as gassed as much, you know? They mm-hmm. won't have to be on the field nearly as often as if Russell Wilson goes three and out every every time he throws. True. Um, I mean, the thing is, going back to the quarterback situation, I, I wasn't entirely terrified of Deshaun Watson in the first place because dude has not been performing like the massive – fully guaranteed contract that he was given and it's kind of like hilarious to see it's just he's he, the worst trade in nfl history russell wilson was almost the worst trade in nfl history but he's the worst trade in nfl history yeah honestly wilson's kind of been redeeming himself as up slightly late. but yeah it's with how much money he got paid and how much we had to give up and he's only playing eh, but deshaun watson is like yeah i don't need we don't need we don't need to get into that that's a whole other episode next week it's bad so um honestly i 
heading into the Vikings game, I was a little bit nervous. And um, heading into this game, I might be slightly a bit more nervous, but the Broncos will have home field advantage, and I really hope that helps. So, I don't know. We we will see. Um, hopefully, you know, we can continue this win streak. I think it'll be super huge for morale. I think the team is really gelling and vibing and kind of believing in the message here. So, honestly, go Broncos. <laughs> I haven't seen this team be this good in a, in a while. True. Um, I'm excited to see us build on it and see what we can do for the rest of the season. Dalton, do you have any bold predictions, perhaps, for the game? The defense gets four takeaways. Ooh, that's bold. I like that. Come I here. think that that that's that's. I think they realize that's where they can make the most impact. And I think. Did you see the rumors? I know this is like an off ramp tangent, but did you see the rumors of who we might target in free agency? Which Daniel would be a Hunter? nice addition to the. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a nice addition to the defense. Yeah. We need to go, get very active in free the sack, agency. The sacks haven't been coming that recently anymore. They've kind of been falling off. The back half secondary is keep stepping up now. I mean, we've we've been getting the pressure at times. Just we're just that close to getting the sack, and we just can't. No, I know, but like I, I'm so tired of seeing quarterbacks roll out of the pocket and right? escape. Yeah, down with the just, mobile just quarterback. Grab him! Grab him! Grab him! <laughs> get his ass. Um, regarding bull predictions on my end. I don't know. I I don't know if I should get like super specific here. Maybe Jaquan McMillian has another fumble recovery slash INT. Um, pick six. <laughs> pick six. Uh, on a pick six would be fun, but I feel like the Broncos might struggle a bit with the Browns' run game because don't they have Kareem Hunt? Obviously not Nick Chubb anymore because he's hurt. No, but they're still their offensive line is like some of the best in the business and great. They could easily run down our throat. And I'm sure that's what they'll try to do. Perfect. Yeah. So because Josh Dobbs couldn't throw on us. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jordan Love. Most quarterbacks have not been able to throw on us. The only few exceptions have been Tua and <laughs> Sam Howell. Yeah, we're just gonna disregard those two games entirely. Yeah, 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 yeah. That didn't we don't happen. Know. We we don't need to remember that Sam Howell put up thirty four points on yeah, us. Yeah, I'm gonna put use that Men in Black uh, memory erasing device on all of us. None but hey, of Sam us. Sam Howell's pretty good. Sam Howell's pretty good. Not really. He's the the commanders have kind of fallen off a cliff. Ron Rivera's gonna lose yeah, his I'm, job, oh, and yeah, Howell know, keeps turning like, the ball over. We literally. Tom Payton's training for Jameis Winston after this season. I'm going to barf. Don't you even suggest that? Yeah. yeah. But what's funny is we could easily be two and eight right now, and we could also be eight and two. So yeah, it's just it's a tale. A, it's any given any given Sunday. Yep. Any given Sunday, a tale of different Sundays. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Broncos Bench Podcast. The Broncos Bench Podcast will be released weekly on Fridays, and we hope you will tune in for future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions on sections of the podcast you'd like to see us add, let us know. Make sure to follow us both on Twitter, at MileHighRachel and at NFLDalton. Once again, I am your host, Rachel Strand. And I am Dalton Coble. Thanks for listening, and go Broncos!